the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, if you had questions about how the robbery and shootout and wounding of a Columbus police officer unfolded. Uh, We've got a few more answers for you, and some answers we won't have uh, for a while, maybe not at all, but that is where we begin a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. When uh, three men stole a Porsche, an SUV Porsche, from a dealership in Whitehall uh, late last week, and then drove it across town to a bank, robbed a bank, rammed a its way out of a police barricade and then made its way back downtown. Uh, I didn't know if these guys were criminal masterminds or if they had just been watching uh, too much Grand Theft Auto. Uh, It seems a little mixture of both, actually, as we're getting details from numerous news sources in town as more and more details become available. Uh, We have an identity on the uh, criminal who was shot to death. Uh, by the eight Columbus police officers who responded. Uh, he's a 19-year-old by the name of Abdisamad Ismail. Abdisamad Ismail. He died at the scene of the shooting. The other two guys, uh, Faisal Darad and Aiden Jama, uh, both made uh, their way away. And they're 23 and 20 years old, respectively. Both made their way away from the shooting scene near uh, West Mound Street. And uh, now are in custody. Durad was arrested twice. Friday, just after midnight, and then again Friday. The cops obviously let him go to follow him and to track him because one of the things that's becoming clear from the investigation into this is just how, A, sophisticated Columbus police investigative techniques are regarding the use of cell phone tracking data, who you've called, their inspection of social media sites. Which brings us to the second thing that's becoming clear, which is these guys are not very smart about leaving uh, not just breadcrumbs, but like entire bread trucks of crumbs for investigators to follow. Here's just a little tip from me, and I admit I'm a rookie at this stuff. I've never robbed a bank. Never thought about it, never strategized about it, but I'm pretty sure that if I were of a mindset to rob a bank in a using a stolen sports car as my getaway car, I'm pretty sure I would not post pictures of me in the stolen getaway car before I perpetrated the robbery. That's just, you know, me talking. And again, that goes back to my conflict. Is it were these guys like criminal masterminds and part of a bigger ring? Had they done this before? Apparently, yes. 
Or B, were they just amateurs who would go, well, you know, I see it on a video game. The bad guys win every time. So why not? We, we could do the same thing. So what I really love is the fact that yesterday, uh, when Faisal Durad was in a U.S. district courtroom downtown, uh, more than 50 officers from the Columbus Police Department were in the courtroom, stood in the hallways, and he had to look at them as he was perp-walked out of there. Every single one of those officers does and should take what Faisal Durad and Aiden Jama did as an affront to them and as an affront to an orderly society. And I think rather than just having this guy go to court and the normal bailiff and an officer or two, I think it is a powerful testimony to the brotherhood, if I can say that without being patriarchal, uh, the brotherhood that Columbus police officers share. And you don't have to be a male officer to be part of that brotherhood. Uh, I know a couple female officers. They are also a part of that brotherhood because the brotherhood involves them being officers, not them being men or women. And then after the officers made this show of solidarity. There might be some wokesters in town who get up, oh, they're trying to, you know, show of force, machismo. No, this is a show of solidarity for their wounded fellow brother officer who remains in the hospital. And I had a chance to speak with a uh, an emergency room physician friend of mine who credited the partner of the wounded officer with thinking and acting clearly and uh, smartly under pressure. Think of it. You're, you're chasing a SUV back into crowded downtown Columbus. The SUV stops on an interstate highway in the heart of the city. The guys inside the SUV start shooting at you, and your partner is wounded in the leg. Now, this is not wounded in the leg like Joe Biden stupidly says uh, of a suspect fighting an officer and an officer fires their weapon and the suspect is killed. It's not stupid like Joe Biden, who's overdosed on too many gun smoke reruns, saying, well, just shoot him in the leg. Just disarm him. No, being shot in the upper leg, it can hit the femoral artery, and a guy can bleed out really, really quickly. My friend, the emergency room physician, said, this is one of the things that we learned from Desert Storm in our post-9-11 military actions in the Middle East, is that used to be first and foremost concerned about a wounded person's breathing. Now the priority is get the bleeding stopped because with young men, and this officer is relatively young, and he is a former Marine, so he's obviously in really good shape. Had he not been quickly attended to by his partner and had his partner not expertly applied a tourniquet, and raced his partner to Grant Medical Center, that officer could very well, rather than be facing a long road to recovery, he could have died right there. He could have bled out. So 
in every aspect, the more I watch this, the more it's apparent how um, amazingly well Columbus police functioned individually and collectively, and also how uh, many mistakes the perpetrators made. Their communication over social media, their posting of pictures, including one of one of the suspects wearing the same shirt that he was wearing when he committed the bank robbery. Uh, No, I'm not going to give you tips on how to rob a bank and not be caught like an idiot, because if you rob a bank, I want you to be caught like the idiot you are. But they found all sorts of matches on social media to these guys and um, tracked their phone calls between each other. So they once they found one, and they had obviously had the dead body of the one guy in the car, the other two were pretty easy to track. One was arrested at uh, O'Hare Airport. He used a cash app to try to get the money to get to Chicago, try to get to Turkey. Not going to work. Okay, the other thing is, inside the Porsche SUV... They found a Corvette key fob. Now, this is interesting because on July the 3rd, a couple days before this dust-up on the west side that matriculated from the east side and then back into central downtown, a Corvette was stolen from a local dealership, name not given, but the salesperson or the person at the car dealership had a gun held on them. They surrendered the keys One of these idiots posts a picture of himself with the Corvette on social media. And then they found a Corvette key fob. They matched up the pictures, and they believe that these three guys also robbed a bank in Upper Arlington on July the 5th. So I guess it appears maybe they got away with that one. They thought they'd get away with the second one. They did not get away with the second one. And that, of course, is very good because we like seeing Law and order restored to our community. We like seeing criminals brought to justice, and both these guys hopefully will spend the rest of their lives in jail. As for the officer who was wounded, you still don't have his name, and you may not ever get his name unless he wants to disclose his name. And that, to me, seems perfectly fine. I don't need to know his name. If he wants to live um, in the relative anonymity that he will have, because, of course, all the Columbus police officers know who he is, all his former uh, or other brethren in the officer community, Dublin, Hilliard, they all know who he is. They're supporting him. And if he's fine with that, if he doesn't want to go and do a big TV interview or talk about it, he shouldn't have to. How can Columbus police shield his identity? Uh, There's a law called Marcy's Law, which basically shields the family members and the victims of violent crime from being outed. Again, a lot of people dispute this. Should it apply to police? Should it not apply to police? It should certainly apply to private citizens. I don't know why it shouldn't apply to police as well. And if the eight officers who fired their weapons at these three bank robbers, uh, killing one of them, if these eight officers don't want to take a public bow and receive our undying appreciation for their courage, valor, and uh, extreme expertise in doing what they do, that should be left to them. A couple of good stories in terms of the way people are responding to uh, tragedies or uh, unfortunate events. Uh, Out of Hilliard, uh, Allie Harris, the little seven-year-old girl who was riding a float attached to a trailer during the 4th of July parade in Hilliard, stepped off the float, uh, was hit by a trailer 
uh, taken to Nationwide Children's Hospital. Uh, this girl has a long recovery. Um, she's got more than 15 bone fractures, uh, significant trauma to her lungs, but the good news is she's out of intensive care. Um, she's been taken off uh, supplemental oxygen, and when she's assisted by some others, you, she can even sit up and walk for short periods of time. So they've got a bunch of specialists working on her. Uh, today she's supposed to go in for the first of what I'm sure will be uh, many surgeries, and she'll be in the hospital for a couple of more weeks. Uh, her family requests that money not be the focus of community conversations regarding support efforts for them. That's nevertheless the fact. Donations go a long way toward helping them out. There is a GoFundMe. Uh, I don't give out GoFundMe addresses. I don't want to be uh, ever tricked into uh, unwittingly giving you the wrong one. So I'm going to put it on you that there is a crowdsourcing site raising money for her. You vet it on your own. Once you reach a piece that it is the right one, then go for it because it would certainly be um, would be appropriate for people to give. Hilliard Businesses joining in. Today's July 11th, so that would mean Thursday, July 13th. Uh, my friends at Flyers Pizza, the Alry family, great job, donating 20% of all orders made over the phone or online with a mention of Allie's name. Newgrounds Coffee House donating proceeds from sales of Allie's drink, which is frozen hot chocolate. Frozen hot chocolate? I've never had frozen hot chocolate. How do you... Is that like a popsicle? Like frozen hot chocolate? I have no idea. I would assume. Sound, I mean, it sounds like something a seven-year-old girl would like. And on Wednesdays in July, 15% of all orders made to McDonald's locations in Hilliard, there are two, Main Street and Cemetery Road, through the McDonald's app will go to the Harris family. Can I, can I like make a little observation about the McDonald's app? And this could be an observation about my own lack of tech skills. I used to use the McDonald's app to get the whatever the special was of the day or to buy my girls a 99-cent coffee when I pick them up from school. Then they went to this thing where they have to like know your location and identify you and whatever, and I can't get the thing to work. Maybe somebody out there who's uh, tech-savvy. I know, I have three teenage daughters. That's uh, Right there, those are my three tech experts on the McDonald's app. <laughs> but anyway, to my, to my way of using it, the McDonald's app, not nearly as user-friendly for old guys as it used to be. Hopefully it'll work well for you if you're trying to donate money to Allie. Now, the other story out of Hilliard that is challenging and unfortunate is the fire that consumed the Hilliard Food Pantry. That happened Sunday afternoon. Right there on the main drag in Hilliard, Cemetery Road, pretty close to the Kroger on Cemetery Road. Life Community Church used to be the Sutherlands. Uh, 50 firefighters from Norwich Township. Shout out, Norwich Township firefighters. Good men there and women. Uh, 75 minutes to contain the blaze. Estimated damage, $1.5 million. So what are they doing in Hilliard? Uh they are stepping up. The city of Hilliard sent out a tweet asking for donations and non-perishables to be dropped off at Norwich Township fire stations. And 
Uh, Mammoth Restoration is providing a tent and space for the pantry to store the items. And it'll be interesting to see how quickly they get their uh, food pantry back up and running. It would not surprise me if they got it back up and running uh, really, really quickly. Uh, Because uh, people know the need. What did they say? 1,600 families in Hilliard? 1,600 families in Hilliard are getting food from the food pantry. Uh, That is a surprising number to me. A very surprising number to me. Must be the must be the uh, wheels of Bidenomics churning seamlessly, working out well. I don't think of Hilliard as one of the depressed suburbs in Columbus. Sixteen hundred families. That's sixteen hundred people. Sixteen hundred families. That's like how many people live in an, in, in a neighborhood? Not sixteen hundred. That's like three four neighborhoods together. Bidenomics, baby. 2024. Speaking of wasting money and uh, questionable practices, uh, there's an entity called Smart Columbus that has spent $50 million in grant money on everything from vehicle charging stations to a transit app to driverless vehicles. Did you hear anything in there that benefits you? Vehicle charging stations, what percentage of people drive EVs? 7%, 6%, 5%, maybe 10, I don't know. 50 million on vehicle charging stations to a transit app to driverless vehicles. Well, they've spent all their 50 million, and like every woke initiative out there, if they've gotten 50 million, do they ever say, great job, people? Mission accomplished. We're disbanding now. Our work is done. No, of course not. They say, hey, 50 million. We like that. Let's, what else can we do? How much more money can people give us? So now they are focused on digital equity. Oh, boy. Digital equity. What do you think I'm talking about? Right? See, when they come up with an endeavor, they have to name it something where you go, Hmm, uh, I'm a little bit ashamed to say I don't even know what digital equity is, and so I'm not going to campaign against it. Digital equity is uh, making sure that everyone has access to ultra-high-speed Internet. Not just Internet. Not just Internet. Not just high-speed Internet. Ultra-high-speed Internet. That's what they're going to spend it on. So, uh, they blew through $50 For charging stations, transit apps, and driverless vehicles, I have no doubt in their ability to blow through another $50 million, all in the name of digital equity. Uh, and here's a shocker. Smart Columbus has asked the state of Ohio for part of the $50 million in federal money that Ohio is receiving to go toward digital equity. So, hey, they're giving out money. We'll take, if it's free, we'll take three. Or $30 million, Whatever. You can spare us. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.